0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Twilight Nine Podcast. This is episode 116. I'm your host, Riley, joined by Mr. Andy Nesbitt. What's up?
1: What up, what up, what up? Congrats to you and your guy.
0: Thank you. Appreciate Keegan
1: that. Keegan Bradley. Yep. Your favorite golfer. Mm-hmm. Your pick last week to win.
0: I was rooting for him. Shout out Keegan. He got me another win. The second win in, uh, when was the BMW PGA? A month ago? Yeah. So two wins in the last month, 30 to one on Keegan. We'll take that.
1: That's that's really impressive to do because if anyone's been on golf or done season-long pools, you know, it's really hard to pick a winner to do it in this season, like in this weird part of this season to do it. I applaud you.
0: Appreciate that. Yeah. So shout out Keegan. I do have to admit, I, I was partly rooting for Ricky on Sunday, though. I didn't have any money on Ricky, but... Uh, it's uh, it's nice to have Ricky back in the mix because in three starts this year, he's already got two top tens. Two two finishes, T6 or better. So, shout out, Ricky.
1: Yeah, what do you do? He fired his coach, he fired his caddy, right, in the last year or so? Or
0: Yeah, and he's back with uh, Harmon, I'm pretty sure, who was Good like his see. OG coach, I'm pretty sure, like when he got on tour.
1: I just hope he's not trying to get better for uh, live golf.
0: True. True. Yeah. It would be a gigantic win for the PGA Tour if Ricky gets... Back to some sort of doesn't have to be prime rookie, but in contention every once in a while, maybe win once a season. That would be awesome.
1: Did you see the PGA Tour social yesterday? They they showed a clip of uh, Keegan's pre-shot routine. No, and they're like, name you know, name a golfer, or, uh, or what would you do if you played with someone like this? <laughs>
0: Damn! <laughs> and then they posted a Keegan video.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure caption. What, I'm not sure if they had that caption, but it was a caption where like everyone was responding like. Yeah, I'd tell him to hurry up. <laughs> like, what are you doing? There's one, like, he puts that, because There was a driver, so he had his driver behind it, tap, 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 tap. And then he went to make the move to step up to the ball, step back real quick, tap, 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 step up. <laughs> like, good God.
0: Yeah, his first step towards the ball isn't how the way he likes to feel it. He, like, redoes the whole, verti- that's why I hate him. I have nothing, yeah. literally, I've. I, he's just really annoying to watch, and that's why I don't
1: like him. What do you think about his, his pre shot routine? Like, I watched the video, and while it felt like it took a long time, I think there's just because there's just so many moves to it. Where, like, if you're just a normal golfer and stood over the ball, and just kind of thought for it about it, I don't think we would think it would take that long. But just because there's so many, like, if you're playing with someone like that, you're like, all right, here we go. Nope, here we go. Nope,
0: here we go. nope. Yeah, 100% agree. And then he does like this brains. weird, like, squat thing before he steps into it, which is that he like does a little. I don't know. It's just a lot of yeah, like you said, it's just a lot of motion. I don't like it. It's really annoying to watch. But
1: when, shout when he out his first time. Did you first win? It that was was at Riviera that years ago, where he was spitting all the time, and everyone was like, "Who the hell is this guy spitting?" for every shot, go.
0: Yeah, he won the uh, his last win was at the BMW, I think.
1: Well, his first career win. Where, like, he oh, first his first the,
0: career win. Oh, he geez.
1: first hit the scene. And everyone was like, "Who is this guy?" Just spitting. He would like he would spit every time he like did one of those like little head moves. You know. He would just spit like nine times before he hit the ball.
0: Oh, that's so much worse.
1: <laughs> yeah. <that's fine>. So, <laughs> congrats to the oh so big ups for him for like stop doing the spitting because you know.
0: Yeah, that sounds like a bigger win than the
1: Zozo's is to stop spitting. We just stop watching this guy spit all over the place on Sunday. Oh my God.
0: Uh, how might I know it's uh, it's kind of tough for us to talk about a tournament in Japan because it's kind of hard to watch. It like yeah, wasn't it, was it didn't fun. TV didn't start until eleven o'clock at night Eastern. It's like, well, I'm not gonna stay up until three am. to watch the Zozo championship, but
1: it was kind of fun fun to follow. like it felt like it was going on in a different world, so you'd wake up and be like, I'd like I'd wake up and be like, oh, look at that. Oh, okay, Ricky's still in contention. All right, cool. Good for him. Oh, it went, no. yeah, it was
0: really because I mean, over the like over the weekend and Friday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, my shift started at, I don't know, like ten. And all the PGA tour stuff was done by the time I got that was, it was very strange. It was yeah, done Shupac, by the time I got on love. and it didn't start until I got off. So it was Adam very weird.
1: Adam Shupak for uh golfweek.com. The pl- It did a great job each morning. For-
0: yeah. I mean, he was, yeah, he was staying up until 5am to write all this. It's like, dude, Oh my God. Good for yeah. you.
1: It was great for me to read. Cause I'm like, well, this is an easy way to, to catch up. So shout out to golf week.
0: Shout out Shoop. Uh yeah. What else is going on this week? We just learned that uh or shout out amen the exclusive the four elevated events so the four remaining elevated events for the PGA tour season next next year did you see this it's going to be the waste management the travelers uh what else the Wells Fargo and the RBC Heritage are the other four elevated events for the new tour schedule
1: i love it the the phoenix open and the super bowl same week they're going to have all the top golfers in the world playing there and super bowl going on
0: yeah, and it sounds like that the elevated events are going to rotate each season so it's not the same schedule and so some of the tour stops don't get left behind, which is a very, very good call by the PJ Tour. Yeah, I love it. Love that. Great on uh, CEO of Saudi Golf said that if live members are not allowed to play in major championships, he will create major championships for live golfers. What do you think about that? <laughs> Their tournaments already don't mean anything. What is a major championship going to mean on live golf?
1: I can see them golf doing that and calling them like double major championships.
0: Correct. The mega
1: majors, (laughs) mega major. How many mega majors did Jack Nicholas win? He didn't win any, but chase Kepka's got one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that's going to be fun. Brooks Kepka won the live event. Good for him. No one was there. It, it, (laughs) there was 30 people. The golf course looked empty.
1: I didn't even see any one second of live golf.
0: No, I I, I just saw the pictures because I had to mm. grab pictures or whatever. So I was going through
1: like Getty and stuff, and there I, it looked like there were maybe fifteen people. That was crazy. I did see someone tweeted like, "What do you think of Brooks Kepka's win coming back?" And everyone was like, "Who gives a shit? Who cares? No <laughs> like, I don't. I don't understand who the live golf fans are besides just like the bots on Twitter who are just like regurgitating shit.
0: Well, that is the very interesting thing to me is. I originally thought as live like started going that their fan base was going to grow because that's what it seemed like on Twitter. I think it's done the complete opposite. Right. I think as live gets into their more events and more into their seasons and people start to realize like this means nothing. I think the live fan base is, is shrinking at an alarming rate.
1: I play golf with a lot of friends or a lot of people and friends and they all watch golf, right? Not Once, has anyone texted our group text being like, hey, did you see what just happened there? You know, in the live event, like nobody I know. And I'm not just saying that just because I'm a PGA shill and they're paying me 50 million dollars a year to say this kind of stuff on podcasts. I'm just saying that, like, I haven't heard like not one friend has been like, hey, whoa, you see that? And I'm like, see what? Like, oh, CapCut just buried 17 or whatever hole he's on because they play in a shotgun. I haven't seen that from anybody. No, and I see a lot of people on Twitter who have Twitter uh things that are built in like 2022, which says a lot about them. So yeah, I agree with you. I don't, I don't understand. Live is not growing.
0: I don't think so. I think it's going the other way, and that might just be me. I'm removed from it, I guess, and I don't like read a bunch. But I, I I'm with you. I don't see a lot of conversation happening around like live events.
1: Will that change once they start paying FS1? I don't know. I mean, it is a little hard to go find it on YouTube. It's not hard, but it's like. People that aren't used to streaming, that you know, and it's a little
0: different because they were they were um, like not in the United States, so like the time difference and all that kind of stuff. So maybe that has an effect the last couple of weeks. Yeah,
1: like those are going to hurt but, it, and it's yeah, like for sure. Football season, like last summer, like the events seem to be gaining some speed, but then once they're gone, and then like everyone who was watching live was like, "Aren't you? Aren't you thinking the PGA tour is watered down?" And like you look at the live winners, and you're like it's nothing that great. No, the football season started. Live went overseas and everyone's like, yeah, we're, we're, we're good.
0: Yeah. And they're back in what Miami next week or this week. I forget when their team. I think it's next week.
1: Yeah, yeah I think it good.
0: was a terrible. I think it was a terrible call putting the, the championship in the middle of football season. Like that was I mean, what are you doing? And they're
1: having the chain the smokers play there. Do you like the chain smokers? Um, I couldn't name one chain smoker. Song. <laughs> I'm sure that I'm sure
0: that I know a chain smoker song. I do not. I don't know the title of it. I've time.
1: heard some. I've like been like, "What are the, who are the Chainsmokers?" And I go and listen. And like, "Oh, these guys are garbage." Like, I know who they are for sure, and I'm
0: yeah. I'm sure that I've heard one of their songs in the radio or something. But I couldn't name a chain smoker song.
1: Yeah. But yeah, Brooks kept back. <laughs>
0: yeah, so back. Super <laughs> back. Uh, what else happened? What else happened? Oh, uh, Phil
1: Mickelson had those comments last week. Did we talk about that? Where he lied about? Uh, oh, I didn't have the interview with uh, Alan Shipnuck. Yeah, and um, yeah, yeah I think
0: that was what was that Wednesday? So that was after we recorded, I think.
1: Yeah, it was like it was such like a, you know, no one's buying what you're trying to sell, Phil. Like it wasn't an interview. I didn't give an interview. Well, you apologized for what you said in the interview months before.
0: Yeah, and it's very funny because A- I think, did Eamon write about that? He just said, like, the live players are just lying about things.
1: Yeah. Like, it's, it's, just- not
0: it's not even there, it's not even there being dicks about stuff, which is that's what it no. used to be. They were just being pricks about everything. They are just f- flat out lying about situations that are completely the other way.
1: They're just doing like the MAGA roll route, right? Where like, they can just lie as much as they want. And as long as they keep saying it, then like, they hope that it becomes kind of the truth. <laughs> Correct. Right? Yeah, no, I didn't give an interview. I didn't give an interview. I didn't give an and so finally people are like, yeah, yeah, he didn't give an interview. What are you guys talking about? The media is trying to kill him, trying to bring him down. He didn't do nothing. <laughs> like, yeah, no. Eamon's,
0: Eamon's title for it was Gaslighting is the New Normal for Players on Live. Love that. Yeah, I
1: mean, Liv, the Live golfers are all being told the game plan to play from the PR groups that's helping Live, right? Yeah. And they're all being told this is the message to, and give it as much as, and as often as you can give it.
0: And do you think that will start to get annoying for people that are trying to be live fans? Like we just talked about that there. It's like shrinking to us anyway, our perspective about it. Like that's got to get annoying.
1: Yeah. But then there's that whole side of it where like, they'll never admit that they're wrong. You know? True. Yeah. And they'll just be like, no, I love it. I love live. Meanwhile, like, they're like, oh, I'm so sick of all this stuff. Oh my, but I can't tell my friends I'm sick of it because then they'll think I am lost. And I can't it's, lose. It's like um, Kanye West fans. Yes. Pretty much. Yeah, it's 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 crazy.
0: It's not good. Uh, yeah, I was sorry. I was trying to find the Phil Mickelson thing I I wrote because he's got a bunch of quotes in there that are really funny. Uh, I firmly believe that I'm on the winning side of how things are going to evolve and shape in the coming years of professional golf. We play against a lot of the best players in the world on live, and there are a lot of the best players in the world on the PGA Tour. And until some of the well, until both sides sit down and have a conversation and work something out, which will never happen, by the way, both sides are going to continue to change and evolve um i see live golf trending upwards i see the pga tour trending downwards and i love the side that i'm on and i love how i feel i love how i'm excited to play golf and compete i love the experience and i love the way they treat us
1: Uh, he thinks they're on the the one that's going up and the pga tour something like that correct and then i said
0: could be this newfound energy mickelson has discovered come from the relief stress of no longer having to compete for a spot above the cut line, or maybe it's because we can finally let his calves breed during tournament rounds. Ooh, I love it. Who could know for sure.
1: Great writing there.
0: Appreciate that. Yeah. So Phil Mickelson is,
1: he's back to his, I wrote that he was back to his, uh, lying manipulative ways. And it's, 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 it's you know, very predictable. He's like back he, on his bullshit. For months. Yeah. He tried to play like the, oh, i sorry. And I was just like, well, whatever. He's like, I'm, I'm paid $200 million to fucking be a shitty golfer in this shitty league. <laughs> <laughs> He's the biggest winner of all this. He got so much money just to do nothing, really.
0: Oh, to do nothing.
1: We hit a couple shots from out of the crowd where the crowd's like, oh my God, Phil's the coolest. Like, no, there's no pressure on Phil to do anything good golf wise. no nope, at all. Never has to contend. I mean, even the contentions on live is even a thing. Like, I don't even know who contended in the, 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 the event the other day. Brooks kept a beat. Like, I think Peter Uline.
0: Ooh, Jessica I only know that because I wrote it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Peter, Peter, you're lying. Lives on the way up. <laughs> Two weeks ago, some college kid who graduated or didn't graduate, left to go play. Lives like yeah, e- that's,
0: Eugenio. That's you what's his name? Eugenio Chakara or something?
1: Yeah, you know, they, Eugenio. Those, oh, and then uh oh yeah, I had a line about uh, Graham McDowell complaining about uh, world golf rankings. That'd be like me complaining about Michelin stars, right? Correct. Like, <laughs> He's, if they brought back World Golf, he might be lower than he is now if he was able to get into it. Like, if they
0: started counting his finishes, he would get he would fall probably.
1: But that's another like PR thing where they're like, all right, everyone has to say this. No matter how bad you are in golf, you have to say that like, this is absurd. And then like Justin Thomas commented on the, I think it was a Golf Digest Instagram post about it. And he was like, they're called official because they have official rules on how this whole thing works.
0: Correct. You can't just do whatever you want to do. No, so it's life Thanks for those you. boys.
1: Uh,
0: I was gonna say, I'm very excited to watch golf this weekend because we got the CJ Cup and 15 of the world's top 20 players are there, and that's including DJ who can't, Cam Smith who can't. So, of the whatever that math is, the 18 eligible top 20, it's gonna be fun. 15 are there,
1: yeah, it's a great event. 78 guys, uh, your boy Rory's there. You got all of good guys, I mean, for a tour that's on its way down, this could be one of our last chances to see some of these great players play together for sure.
0: Actually, this is probably the last. <sighs> What's the next time we're going to see a really nice field. Yeah. Those Dubai events, right. The, the, um, the Abu Dhabi events in, De- in, Jan- in December and January on the DP mm-hmm. world tour, right. Those are those back-to-back weeks are usually loaded. And then we're probably looking at the tournament of champions, or the the uh, the is always fun. I know it's 20 guys, but
1: yeah. that one is always fun. Yeah, the Hero always fun. Maybe yeah. Tiger again this year.
0: Yeah, so this is probably our last fun golf tournament for like a month, month plus probably, which sucks. But what are you going to do?
1: Yeah, it's on a cool-looking course up there in South Carolina. Yeah, Congaree, it's sweet. It looks um very
0: – the. it's described as kind of Australian uh, sand belty. <laughs> Not a lot of rough. I don't think there's any rough actually. I yeah. think it just turns into dirt and sand and water. Yeah, it'll be fun. It's gonna be fun. Um, I guess we can ju- I guess we can just jump into it. Odds Roy McIlroy plus plus seven under win, John Rahm plus plus nine hundred, uh Scotty Shefford plus twelve, JT plus fifteen hundred, Congaree, par seventy one, seven thousand six hundred and fifty-five yards. Yikes. Damn. we couldn't play there. Tom Fazio designed 2018. It's going to be a fun week. Obviously, the field's loaded. Uh, Roy McIlroy is the defending champ. He's now the world number two. I think if he finishes solo third or better, he becomes the number one golfer in the world, depending on where Scotty Scheffler finishes. Um, Obviously, if he wins, he turns the world number one, which it'd be kind of hard to argue that Rory hasn't been the best golfer in the world since the Masters. I know he's only won, what, twice, but tour championship, FedEx Cup, mm-hmm. 14 worldwide starts since the Masters. He has nine top fives.
1: Yeah, it's time for Scheffler to step back up
0: to the plate. Yeah, he hasn't done anything in a while, so no. I don't know. Uh, John Rahm seems like he's getting hot again. He just mm-hmm. won the Open de España, his That's national right. open. A lot of really high finishes in his last like five starts. So, yeah, I mean
1: the top fifteen. This is like a feels like a major championship field. At least with all these guys playing it's, in it right this week.
0: This is a big WGC of, like feel event. Yeah, totally. With all these guys. So it's gonna be fun. Um, do you have any do you have any guys that you're uh you're looking at to put on some money this week? What you got going on?
1: Um Jordan Spieth. Hey, he's on my list. Is he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last time we saw him, he was dominating the president's cup. Um he, he can get into some you, you can't really I don't think you can get into a lot of trouble off the tees here, right? Not too much. Uh his iron game, putting Putting seems to be getting better. I like Jordan Speed this week. Yeah, I do too.
0: I think he's going to carry a little bit of that momentum with him into this week. Um, There's no rough around the green. So it's all that really tightly mown areas. And when chipping is going to be difficult, I know a lot of guys are going to be able to get away with putting, which I think Victor Hovland's playing well. This could be a place that he might be able to win just because he can putt everywhere. Uh, But Jordan Speed, when you need to chip it, might as well just take one of the best short games on tour. He's 30 to 1. Yeah, I love Speed.
1: I love that. And I
0: just reminded myself of Victor Hovland. I think Victor Hovland could be a good pick. Yeah, that's another one I was going to list. Yeah, yeah. he's he's coming off a good week at the Zozo Would he tied for fifth, top Mm -hmm. five. Takes pretty much his wedges out of his hands because he can putt all over the place. Victor would be a good pick. Uh, No, but I had Matty Fitz, actually. Kind of the same reason. Really good short game. Uh, A couple weeks ago, he finished runner-up to McIntyre at the Italian Open. Had another top 25 in there. I think it was the Dunhill Lynx. I think he had a top 25. Um, but this, uh, Congaree hosted the Palmetto in 2021. If you remember that, I think Garrick Hago ended up winning it. Uh, but Fitzy finished in the top 10 that week. Um, so he's 20 to one top 10 plus one seventy five. Uh, I like, I like Fitzy.
1: Could this be a week where Colin Morikawa steps up and, and gets into the winner's circle for the first time in a while? God, I hope so.
0: He seems to like these uh, – didn't he win – What he won a WGC, obviously a smaller field. I feel like he usually plays well at these tournaments that doesn't have a full field.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I'd like to see him, I'd like to see him contend. Shane Lowry, I love him now because of everything he said about everyone on Live. Shane he's Lowry's like, the best. He's really won me over.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: JT. It's so funny when they like, – Pj day tweeted like Justin Thomas getting ready for his season debut. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> like they're off for like a week and a half. And like, Here, he's he's back for the debut. Will he be okay with all of his off season moves? Going to help him out,
0: right? Yeah, this is uh, Rory's first start on tour this season. Uh, Fitzy, same thing because a bunch of those guys went over and were are playing uh, DP World Tour events.
1: Yeah. Who is your pick of the week? Who is going to win this week? Who is going? You, you've been on fire lately if i sure. had ten dollars in my pocket to pick a winner who would i put this ten dollars on
0: man uh to win it outright um it's ri- f- for 10 bucks i don't think rory's worth it because he's only plus 700 but it's really hard to bet
1: against him right now
0: mm-hmm. um that's a great question to pick one guy
1: yeah you're, you're hot right now we gotta ride this People are i know out there or want to put some money down my, my friend, Mike, he's, he's got money. He wants to bet. And he said like he called me last week on Sunday. He said, he said, Riley picked another winner. Um, there's people out there that that want to make some money. I do think Scotty is due for a really good week.
0: Plus 1200. That's good value for the world. Number one at a golf course that probably fits him. Mm -hmm. Cause this golf course kind of gives me like Texas vibes, everything mown down to the same length. Yeah. Um, Man, I think I might have talked myself into Hovland. I think Scheffler or Hovland are Scheffler probably or my Hovland. top two, yeah. Love yeah. it. Yeah, because I I actually I wrote my preview this morning. It's already up on Golf Week. I totally forgot about Victor Hovland until I started talking it out. That's what this brain does. You start talking <laughs> it out, <laughs> and then guys come to mind. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right,
1: folks, you heard it here first.
0: So uh, for everybody, last week we were talking about uh, Andy has the shanks. Had the shanks. Had the shanks. And then he FaceTimed me in an absolute panic. <laughs> after after a round, he barely made it off the golf course. He FaceTimed me in absolute panic. I gave him a lesson in the middle of my living room. Sent yeah, him videos. Cool. It was a full-blown coaching session. And then uh, you can tell us how your round went on. um, You took a screenshot of me. See, there you go. <laughs> 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 that's what it was. A fu- It was a full-blown coaching session in my living room.
1: What day was that? Was
0: that put them on the break? put them on the counter, had the club out. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I, I fixed the shanks last week with a lesson. I remember I came on here and I said, take lessons, they're the best things in the world. And then I went to the range Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, midway through Tuesday's rain session, and went back to being bad. Wednesday's rain session, I had like seven good shots. I think
0: out. hold on, hold on. I do I think bad might be you were almost missing the ball to the heel side. I'm already in oh. it.
1: I'm already pulling it up. I had the worst. I had the worst shank. Like I, I took a video of from behind. Yeah. So like that, that club, I mean, I almost missed that ball. You almost missed it. You almost missed it to the inside. It's a it's one the of ball the to the inside. Yeah. It's one of the most astonishing shank photos you'll ever see. Like it's, it's as hosled as hosel can be.
0: Like a lot of, yeah. A lot of hosels hits the inside of the hosel, like near the heel of the golf club. And that's what shoots it off to the right this flushed the middle of the hosel Mm -hmm. that didn't touch face. That's how good that shank was.
1: There was a time during that rain session on Thursday where I looked down at my irons and it looked like a war zone on the hosel. Like all Mm -hmm. the ball marks, none of them were near the center of the face. It was like going up the club. My God. And so there's this little water area to the right, like 30 yards out to the right of our, of our, on our range and it should never come into play ever. And it's kind of surrounded by trees I was hitting, like, I probably hit 30 balls into that water, And I hit a bunch of balls that hit off the trees there. This is, like, young country club kid, like, 12-year-old kid was hitting balls next to me, like, dressed perfectly, you know, very, like, regal country club kid. He's flushing, like, iron. And he must be sitting there going, what tree did that ball just hit? Like, just hearing these sounds. And literally, I'm in full panic, like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And I had a tee time Friday uh, at uh, 11. And I remember just leave, leaving Thursday night going like, I don't know, this is, I, this is unbelievable. I thought I cured him. And Friday, 10th hole, three approach shots from the fairway. After bom- I bomb drives all day. Could hit driver perfect. I three three approach shots on 10 in a row, hosled into the woods. And you're know, like, after the third one, I'm like, how, how do I, how how do I, I'm going to Google how to tie a noose because <laughs> <laughs> that's where we're going. <laughs> it was unbelievable. And then mid, then like around the 16th hole, I kind of figured out something with my shoulder and, and my lead shoulder. And I kept trying that on a couple approach and I started hitting the ball well. And then I took that right to the range right after the 18th hole, like a fucking psychopath. Drove my car over the range, dropped about a bunch of balls. And hit him. And I'm like, I think I figured it out. And then I went home and I FaceTimed you to show you because you know what you're talking about. And I'm like, does this shoulder in make sense to you? Please say it does. Please say it does. Please say it does. And you're like, yeah, I like that because your club's coming out. And then that shoulder gets you in. I'm like, that's exactly why. And uh, when I played on Saturday and on the back nine, I had two birdies, uh, almost had an eagle irons i didn't hit i didn't i didn't shank one iron and but more importantly by the end of the round i wasn't even thinking about the shanks and that's what we know is the most devastating part of the shanks Is once it gets in your brain it can stay there for a while so yeah. they're gone for now i think they're gonna be gone forever have you have you picked up a since then i have not okay no but i mean i i hit some approach shots that were just high and beautiful just perfect and like on holes where I had really bad thoughts. Like I had a, on a par five, I took it over the corner on a, uh, on the tee shot and had 170 in and there's water on the right. And that's where my first shank on this course started. So like that pro shot is always in my head, six iron high fade to the center of the green, 14 feet for Eagle. Damn. And I was like, man, if you told me the day before in the 10th hole that I was going to be able to hit a ball like that ever again in my life, I probably would have been <laughs> you for $400 to please make this happen. Whatever you can do. <laughs> Because when you love golf, when you love to play golf and you don't know each shot, if it's going to be the worst shot ever, it takes away all the fun of it. I So I was
0: in, uh, what year is this? I might actually have been done with college, but living in Tampa still. And that's when I went through my first case of, not just the, sh- it was a little bit of the shanks, but it was just kind of like, I can't keep the ball on the planet regardless of what club I'm hitting. And b- playing that bad of golf when you like golf that much is the absolute worst. I didn't pick up a club for a month. Cause I was like, I don't even enjoy playing golf anymore. And it's the only thing I enjoy in my life
1: and I'm suicidal. Mm-hmm. It's the worst. It's the worst. And then your friends are like, let's go play golf. And i are like, yeah. And then you're like, Oh my God, this is gonna be the worst time ever. I went through, a, I, I legitimately
0: went through a month. I said, no, I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to go.
1: Yeah, there's times last week where I'm like, I'm not playing Saturday, my friends. I'm like, oh, so I'm, I'm just i like, what are you gonna do? Sit around and not do anything? Like, you gotta keep you gotta keep fighting through it. Nope, I didn't. A month off. Yeah. I came back and they were worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough. It's hard.
0: The stupidest game in the world. But
1: now I feel like I have like once you get like because for for the last two months I couldn't figure out why I was doing it. And then I looked at those photos and you showed me those videos. And my club was coming way out, and when you, I kept thinking I had to reach for the ball, I think to like not to, I'd try to stand away from it more, and then try to reach to the ball to not shank it. And I was just walking myself into shanks, having to club Oof. come out and in. It was like everything I was doing. Like I, I the monarchical part of it was like I know I'm just centimeters away from like being really good. Where did that break down? Correct. Like the answer's got to be there somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm bringing. It's not like I'm swinging like a like a first time player. You know. Right. So it's like, it's got to be in there. It's got to be something there's, you know, ask your friend. I, I sent a friend of my Mark Gammons. He's the head pro at a course up in Hingham Mass. I sent him photos, videos. It's like what's going on here? Do you see anything? Do you see anything? He's like, yeah. And I showed him like some video that you sent me, the two ball one. And I just to him I'm like, this is a pretty good drill, huh? And he's like, oh, it looks like you're going down the rabbit hole, huh? I'm like, yeah, but my friend who <laughs> also teaches, he showed me that. Like, <laughs> like yes, I'm fucking, I'm, my, my tires are spinning in the snow right now. We're trying to figure a way out of this. Oh, my God. It is, uh, it's the worst. Uh,
0: dude, I haven't picked up,
1: yeah, I haven't picked up a club in, oh, my God.
0: I went to the range last, I haven't played golf, played golf at an actual golf course in probably two months. Damn. Soon as football started. Yeah. Cause I work Saturdays and then I'm not going to golf during football. And then Monday I can't, unless I'm going to go golf by myself. We need to but, get your we need to get your handicap down so you can play in the amateur next year. Dude, I know. I, I just, I have no, I don't even know how good I am at golf right now. Cause I hit it fine at the range, but the short game yeah. is probably not there. I haven't putted in two months. Like, I don't know. Damn. We got to get you in that amateur. I know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to take a little bit of a, some sort of golf trip during the winter, I think. Yeah, and go. Are you, are you guys are
1: coming down here, aren't you? At some yeah, point?
0: I think the whole golf sw- uh, golf week squad's coming down in um, I want to say December, maybe. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure though. So you can play a little then down here. I guess that's what I mean. I can't. I can't be bad when I play with everybody. I got to take everybody's money. I think except Lusk, who yeah. just came home from the greatest trip of all time, unreal trip. Did you see those photos? Oh,
1: yeah. We talked yeah. about it last week. Just
0: to- oh, di- oh yeah. Was that like before last week? Mm-hmm. Oh, there. yeah. He was playing the old course last Tuesday. That's what we mm-hmm. were talking about. Yeah, I got to do one of those trips over there. He's got to have the greatest job in the world.
1: I saw a shoe pack the other day. It was at, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, Arbortown. Oh, yeah. That's a really fun... That was like our first week when I was on the show last year with you guys. I play, played that course.
0: That was like, one of your first shows, actually. I remember yeah.
1: that. I'd like to go play that again. Mm-hmm. I was really off that day. It's, Did you? Fun,
0: how far of a drive is that from you? I feel like that can't be that bad.
1: No, it's like three hours, two and a half hours. Yeah, right. Three hours. But you were up there anyway, if I remember correctly. Yeah, we had a family Thanksgiving up there. Gotcha. I snuck out on, what was it? Wednesday before things? I think it was the Wednesday. Something like that. It was great. It was like crisp, kind of like, it wasn't cold, but it wasn't hot. It was like a nice, crisp Southern afternoon. I know. I'd like to take a trip down to... uh
0: Maybe like pinehurst in the winter or something. Yeah, I can't recommend pinehurst enough. It was that good, huh?
1: It was great. Just because the way that's all—I mean, the courses are are unreal, but also just the way they they make it so easy for you.
0: Just like the atmosphere around everything.
1: You show up, pull, pull up in your car. They, you know, the guys at the uh, at the place grab your bag and you go, "Who are you, Andy?" Okay, boom. Here's your. Here they put your tag on your bag. it has got your three t times for the week. You know. They're so like, all right, you, we'll have your clubs out here at this time. Take this, you know, take these free shuttles into town. Take it to the course you're going. Like everything was like, you don't have to think about a thing. Oh, I love that. It was I'm perfect. Not big, I'm not a big thinker. If we're going to be honest, yeah. The customer service there, like they treat you like, like, like it's just it was just felt nice.
0: You know what I wanted to tell you? Hmm. You know, how a couple of weeks ago we were talking about Chipotle and how workers, if you put no food in your in the food, they should be shot dead. Yes we ordered chipotle the other day online did the online ordering first of all mistake i said we shouldn't do it i was i was talked off of it whatever we did it dude i brought this shit home and went, i took a picture is it empty it was not even like oh it's like missing like a scoop or whatever like ah, oh, they they didn't want to they didn't want to polish it off bro I you're going to think I'm lying to when I show you this photo that like, oh, I took a bunch of bites out of it or Megan took a bunch of bites out of it. Come on. What? What did, what was the order there? It was I like rice, chicken, fajita, vegetables, lettuce, cheese, whatever. It had yeah. rice and chicken in it. And Andy just saw the picture. It looked like, I don't know, half a scoop of rice and a half a scoop of chicken. It barely layered the bottom of the bowl. That was brand new. Took the cover right off of it. Good God. Yeah. So that person needs to be shot. Whoever made that.
1: <laughs> and like we said, like working in Chipotle, it's got to be one of the worst fast food jobs. because. Like, and it was remember, busy.
0: It was busy as shit. But like yeah. you're telling me how long does it take to like fill up? six seconds? You jackass.
1: Yeah, I was there uh, last week after we talked and um, the guy was like the guy, you know, when you get to the salsa part. Mm-hmm. Then they hand the ball over to the next guy. This guy was so timid about like how much to put on like he put on like, I'm like lettuce too, and he's like it's like three pieces of lettuce. I'm like, you can put some more lettuce. It's like, gotta be new. He took the red salsa on the like cot salsa and he put it in the corner of the of the bowl. I'm like, what? no, you gotta you gotta lay across the bowl. You can't just put it in the corner of the bowl.
0: You put it in a what a psychopath.
1: Yeah. And then I don't understand that the, the the, the guacamole situation there like it's getting less and less and less like they they get a little they get that scoop in there and they, they do that little move where, like you think you're getting a lot and then they do a quick little zoop, yeah yeah like, yeah yeah I've seen a bunch them. of it comes off and then like yep. then they just dab it on your thing and you're like huh, I get like a like a dab of guac.
0: What's your uh what's your go-to meal after a round of golf like when you leave the course you're like I gotta go pick some up
1: oh that's a great question I don't know if I have one
0: um Do you, do you, are you, uh, do you eat mid round? Like, are you stopping, are you stopping at the clubhouse making the turn? No. Yeah.
1: Me neither. I never do that. No. If I bring, sometimes I'll bring a bar or something, Mm -hmm. you know, but usually, uh, usually I don't eat until after and it'll just be like burger and fries or whatever inside. Feel That is the,
0: uh, is the food good at your country club? No,
1: it's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) It is. They just sold our club to some new company. So hopefully it, it, it gets better. But it also, it sounds like it's going to get, I don't know, more expensive and more just corporate. Yeah. Gross. We had an if 833 we- standing tee time all the time. They took away all the standing tee time. So now we have, we're like, we look to book it
0: every week now.
1: Yeah. It's just, we had to look this Saturday for tea tee time and they're all full. We're like, what are we doing? <laughs> what, what the hell just happened to our golf club? Oh, that's annoying yeah it's very frustrating
0: yeah when i worked at the country club in uh in tampa we had it was pretty much that it was the same people at the same time every day so like on friday we knew who was coming on wednesday we knew who was coming
1: i mean i know like they they put got a bunch of new members in so they're probably pissed that they couldn't get saturday morning tea times but also like hey we've been there for, for a while
0: true that's very true
1: but yeah so yeah our food sucks but it could be getting better but probably not probably not they, they sent out a picture every day of like the lunch specials the other day they had a um, ham salad i didn't even know ham salad was a thing like I, chicken salad but it was ham and chicken. what <laughs> yeah.
0: like they cube it up and put mayonnaise yeah. on it that's yeah, the, put, gro- it like that's a, one of the like grossest a, things i've ever heard yeah it
1: was like a scoop of like it looked like a scoop of ice cream but it was a ham salad
0: that is one of the worst things i've ever heard i'm not a yeah. big i'm not a big blank salad guy i don't really I like, eat chicken it. I'm like, a you
1: like chicken salad i' like chicken salad chicken salad but egg salad no ham salad no I was,
0: um, oh God, when I worked at the pizza place, we made all of those. And when you see it from the other side, I don't want to eat any of that yeah, shit. Colelem- like, Slaw. bro, I saw feta once from the other yeah. side and feta came in this big jar yeah. and it and it's like wet. It's almost like, imagine oh, yeah. a big old pickle jar with one pickle in it and it's surrounded by all the liquid and shit. That's the girl. Yeah, I'll never put feta, feta good, in though. Yeah, it's disgusting. I'm not
1: with it. That is it. great. No, 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 You're no. You're a piece no, of garbage. No, I'm good. I don't need that. <laughs> but yeah, the first time I saw feta comes in that block when you. I oh, it's, it's disgusting,
0: and you got to cut it up. Oh god, it's delicious? No, it's not delicious. It's fucking gross. Yeah. What you got That's going on today? today. Mm-hmm. What you got going on today? This week, golf, golf, rise, or just life?
1: Uh I don't know. I got to figure it out now. I was supposed to have some family down here, but that, play, that that got canceled. So,
0: were you were you taking like? Did you have a bunch of time off this week?
1: I was gonna take off tomorrow and Thursday. Oh, and then nice. I'm off Friday, Saturday anyway. So
0: oh, that's nice. I, I know. I got a wedding this weekend. And then I'm actually uh I'm I'm going to the Pat's Monday night.
1: Oh nice. Pat's Bears.
0: Pat's Bears. Tickets were really cheap, and I was like, what am I doing with my life anyway? I might as well just go. So
1: who uh who do you think they should play at quarterback if both quarterbacks are healthy?
0: If both are healthy, it's it's Max still. But I do think that uh Zappy has done a really good job to buy Mac time, which is really nice. Like he's playing like if 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 Mac's still at 85% on Sunday night, you just play Zappy
1: until Mac's ready to go. I just remember there was a time where there's a young quarterback filling in for an injured quarterback from the Patriots.
0: And see, this is why Patriots fans are fucking psychopaths because they all want that to relate back. They're like, oh, oh, it's happening again. It's like, no, it's not happening again. Good. It, no, it's not.
1: Why it's not did, happening again. Why did Bill Belichick select a backup quarterback on the fourth round, a quarterback that no one really was looking at, but he liked?
0: Same why shit happened with Jimmy Garoppolo. Same shit happened did, with Jacoby Brissett.
1: Why did Bill Belichick allow this this rookie quarterback to throw 34 passes last week? Why did Bill Belichick say in the locker room after the game, we did a great job of not turning the ball over? Mm-hmm. What does Mac Jones do? turns the ball over a lot.
0: I would go into a... Uh, that's why I need to. I need to be able to. I need to be able to write about the Patriots. True, Bledsoe. Would Nate? He- would you think Nate would let me write about the Patriots if I if I visited for the win yeah. once a week? If I sent him a I sent him an article about the Patriots?
1: No. Fuck. It'd be too. It'd be also homery. But can't do that. <laughs> no, you can't. Um, <laughs> The, when, when Bledsoe, months before Bledsoe got hurt, that offseason, he signed the highest contract in NFL history. Mm-hmm. So when he got injured, everyone was like, yeah, he's, he's the star. He's going to be the quarterback forever. How?
0: Uh... Obviously, I was like th- three years old when this happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, how bef- How many games did Tom play before Bre- uh, Bledsoe was like good to go? I think it was like four or five maybe. Oh, I th- see, I thought it was more than that. I thought it was like six.
1: Maybe maybe like six, yeah. It was obviously yeah. You, like would only you would know more really, than me. Zappy's only played like two and a half games. Like the Packers game doesn't really count because they, he was just thrown to the wolves, right? Mm-hmm. And the Lions, he did a little bit. But I remember Brady first started like he didn't play. He didn't. Th- they didn't open up the playbook for him a lot. So to see Zappy throw thirty four passes the other day, it was like, oh, all right, okay.
0: Yeah, no, no, I agree. He's he's play. He played really well. And this is why I hate this conversation, because it makes me I hate your conversation. It makes me um, sound. Uh, what is the word? American, idiotic. Childish. Yeah, a little bit. No, um ungrateful for what Zappy has done over the last couple of weeks. But like, I'm not trying to sound like that. No, you're very grateful. People also, it, it sucks because the it the couple interceptions that Mac threw in the second half against the Ravens, I think, overcloud the fact that he probably played the best half plus of his NFL career against the Ravens, and then he threw two picks. Yeah. What are you going to do? But I do have to say he's going to be on a very short leash. I think when he comes back.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's Max team because if
0: he comes against the Bears, against one of the worst teams in the NFL, and throws like for like okay. 190 a touchdown and two picks then we're going to be like all right well what the fuck is going yeah. on here yeah
1: football it's the biggest reality show out there right i love football it's the we greatest a whole week in between games to talk about what the hell should i
0: happen. think honestly the people on this that listen to this show have gotten pretty lucky that we haven't really made this like a 75 percent football show yet at this yeah,
1: point yeah i agree yeah
0: what do? whatever All right, let's go get some lunch. Call it a day. I'm so freaking hungry, dude. Me too. I don't have any food at my apartment. I was just thinking about that. I'm going to have to go across the street, I think. Don't go to Chipotle. Nope. You'll be starving. It was very funny. We don't, we have two Chipotle's around us, and then we don't have another one for probably like 40 minutes. One of them is only open. It's a weird Chipotle of all time. It's open like literally once a week, I think. It's that bad. (laughs) They just, no one shows up to open the store. It's crazy. And then we've had enough problems with this one where I think, I'm officially done with Chipotle until we can find a different option. Damn. I might not have Chipotle for six months. Yeah. Sucks. What are you going to do?
1: What about uh, Jersey Mike's? Have you hit Jersey Mike's yet?
0: No. It's really hard for me to go to a... I think I said this last week or that whenever we talked about all the food. I have a great, like like the same six people work at the same literally right there. I'm pointing at it. It's probably, it's a 32nd walk away. It's like yeah, a family owned. The same six people are in there every single night. It's hard yeah. for me to go somewhere else when I can just walk across the street, get a great sandwich from, uh, I think his name's Ben. Shut up, Ben.
1: What's your sub over there?
0: Um, I, I mix it up. They got a, they got it there. Um, they're actually their chicken tender sub over there is really good. Mm. Um, they have like a deli chicken one. That's really good. The thing about me is when I, when I find one that I really like it, it, it takes a lot for me to order something different because it, it, what if that sucks? And then I'm like, well, I just wasted a visit. Yeah. Do you do that too?
1: Yeah. I
0: usually find one thing and I'm like, I'm not getting anything else because what if that other thing sucks?
1: Mm-hmm. And, then, and then you're eating it all sad. You're like, oh, yeah,
0: you're, and you're like, better. man, my other thing is just
1: so much better. You're and be now I got a chicken tender sub right now. Instead, I'm having the stupid sandwich I tried. Mm-hmm. What's it? Wait, what's your go-to sandwich? I like an Italian, spicy. You're Italian's guy,
0: spicy peppers, oil, vinegar. That
1: was the most popular
0: sandwich at the place I worked at for in uh, high school. But hot, a hot
1: now. sandwich. If you got a good chicken parm. you know. When I moved to Jack's, like five months after being here, I was talking to my friends like, "Where do you get a good chicken parm sub around here?" And they're all like, "What? Like none of them are big in chicken parm subs. I'm like you're not big in a chicken parm subs." Speaking of chicken parm, I made chicken cutlet last night. That's what I had for Ooh, dinner last night. Damn. Get mm-hmm. you. <laughs>
0: They were delicious. Ah, yep. All right. I think that's it. I think I actually might go swing a golf club this afternoon, depending on what time I can get off of work. So that's exciting for me. Do it. Yep. So that's exciting. Um, everybody enjoy the CJ cup this weekend. It's going to be fun. Probably the last fun golf tournament for a month plus. So, so it's all we got. I think.
1: Yeah. You broke up there, but I'll say see you later. All right. That's it. Yeah. See ya.